Hello, everyone. I'm Mark L. Vincent. I get to direct the Convene Consulting Network. And we are aware that in the community we serve, there are businesses that uh, we're looking to exit in this year, and there are businesses that we're looking to acquire other businesses in this year, and we are in a in a moment of reset. So in a previous conversation, I was privileged to talk with Gary Crum, who is deeply invested and experienced in mergers and acquisitions. He's founder and CEO of the Agora Strategic Consulting Group. And in that previous conversation, we talked about how to think in and to act if you were planning an exit uh, in this year. And now we want to turn that around and talk to those of you who were thinking of acquiring in this next year or expanding in some way. How do you even think about this in such a moment? So Gary, welcome. I'm glad that you could join me for this conversation. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate the, the time to be able to sit here and have a conversation. I am too. And every time I talk with you, you go to this place of talking about creating with God as a kind of a starting point or an orienting point. So Gary, get us oriented as we dig into this conversation. Well, I, I, as I probably said to you a few times, one of the things that I get really excited about as a businessman is that I get to go live life in the, and, and reflect the image of God, reflect the glory of God. He created us in his image, which means the attributes of God we share, at least in a little bit of a human way. And one of those things I love is God created and he created a phenomenal world that we live in. And we as business people get to create every day products and services that meet needs that are redemptive, you know, caring about people, creating value around how we treat people. Um, and from an acquisition standpoint of businesses, we can be really creative about what we bring on into our business to create more value, to create more products and services for customers. And to not only grow our business, but do it in a way that reflects God and honors God and glorifies him. So I get excited about this kind of stuff because it gives us an opportunity, particularly as believers and particularly in this kind of crazy time right now. Mm. I'm struck by what you're saying and the fact that if someone came and said, well, this is a really good deal, I should buy it. Or, uh, hey, things are cheap, pennies on the dollar, this is why we should do it, that that somehow wouldn't pass muster for what you're talking about, that there's something more you're looking for here. So could, you, so could you talk with us about why a business would even consider uh, acquiring another business and to do that in a God-honoring way? Well, there's, there's any numerable reasons to why I would buy another business, okay? To add a, to add a product line uh, to my own suite of products that might synergize and create more sales of my products, um, entering a new distribution channel to get my products out into to a new space, um, to acquire regional capability, um, to, to, to merge with somebody or buy somebody so that maybe now I've got capability on the West Coast and the East Coast. And there's, you know, acquiring talent. Oftentimes people hmm. buy businesses because, you know, the business fits, but man, the talent in that particular company is pretty phenomenal. Uh, we're talking to one client right now that has a product line, and, but, but, and it's a really good product line. They're talking to somebody that has a, a different product line and they, and they kind of fit together. But the company that we're working with also has a great B2C capability. And this other company does not. 
And so coming together allows both of those entities to grow more, but particularly the, you know, the, the company that's been purchased. But I think one of the things that I wanted to talk about, given the time frame right now, is, is we as Christians need to be loving and fair and redemptive in what we do. Again, we have to, to reflect the glory of God and the attributes of God. And so coming along and trying to buy somebody at, you know, 20 cents on the dollar or 30 cents on the dollar because they're really hurting right now is not necessarily the flavor of God. I, I, I'm not sure we want to portray. We want to be fair and open and honest with them and supportive with them. But you've got a business that's hurting. Maybe you could bring them in and help them and build value around them. But, but do it in such a way that you treat their assets and their people with value and, 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 and again, in a God-honoring fashion. So I think that's the, that's the kind of the values we want to be living out. Mm -hmm. Are there other reasons that you would point to that it's a good moment, perhaps, to consider acquiring other, another business? Well, you know, it, it, world's changing, right? Our world is going to be different. It's no longer going to be the same. Um, it's like when 9-11 happened and how it changed us. We're going to be changed as a society because of all of these things that are happening. And there's going to be certain markets that are going to go crazy, that are just really going to grow. And I, we can talk about some examples of those in a minute here. Um, but I think being able to pivot your business and add things into your business to take advantage of the, the changes that are happening is certainly one other reason that I would want to look at as an, as an active buyer, what can I do? What can I do to be able to enhance the value of my business? And given the uncertainty of times and companies struggling, I might be able to enter into some relationships that are a win-win in both ways. Mm. So what types of opportunities are you seeing? Um, gosh, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff. Let me give you some examples. I mean, um, because of the way we're changing, uh, the, the whole B2C thing is going to be big, right? Uh, we're going to continue to see that go down the road like Amazon has been going. Uh, but B2C is critical because people are going to want stuff. They're going to want, I mean, I drove by Best Buy yesterday to pick up a, a new flash drive for my wife. And, you know, you drive up and they walk out and they give you your product and off you drive. I mean, it's a great new service, right? I mean, those ah. kinds of things are going to be more and more prevalent and businesses are going to have to do more on those, you know, customer handholding kinds of things. Um, you know, communications infrastructure. Um, as we all go online now and do video calls and phone calls and stuff, everybody's, you know, suffering from the, from the lags of bandwidth and, and, and busyness on the phone signal and so forth. And so people that, that look at this whole infrastructure and figure out ways to create value in the communications infrastructure are certainly going to be able to benefit from, from this whole new thing. Um, we have a client that's a machine shop. They've been really, really good. They've been growing at about 20, 15, 20% a year. Really a great little business, but their, their market is aerospace. And their primary customers are, you know, the aircraft builders, which are not as, as good as they were. And they're pushing back on orders the airlines are, and they're just not seeing as much work as they were. And so they're still working, but they're a little bit concerned. But, you know, they have a, a friend that this guy knows who is another machine shop building stuff for medical equipment, which is going to explode. So these two guys are working out a relationship where the one company that's slowing down, they can use that facility and that capability and that additional expertise to really help be able to keep moving in the in the healthcare space and continue to to support 
the demand in that particular space. And the guy in the aerospace in industry can find somebody where, you know, contemporarily be able to do the work until the aerospace thing comes back. So it's a wow. it's kind of a synergistic win-win thing there. Wow. Any other examples you would point us to? Well, you know, I think um, anything around uh, high-tech homes, um, you know, the, we're just going down this road where we're going to need more infrastructure and more bandwidth, more capability. It's going to lead to products that, you know, controlling your home and just having, you know, all of these capabilities within your home. Wi-Fi is going to change. Um, Wi-Fi is becoming more, the, the, the access points are becoming smaller and more integrated with other kinds of capabilities in your home. Um, you know, there's a space there that's going to blow up. I think one silly area that might be prevalent to a lot of the folks on this particular call is homeschool. You know, we're getting a lot of information from people that there's going to be considerably more. I've heard everything from 2x to 3x, two or three times the amount of homeschoolers next fall versus what there was this year. It's going to just go away. Yeah. Right? So yeah. people that have the ability to sell into that space with products, with capability, you know, B2C capability, um, curriculum, I mean, those kinds of things would be dynamic and there's certainly going to be significant growth in that particular space. Um, you know, the whole crowd experience is going to change. We're not going to be going to the basketball arena, you know, 25, 40,000 people watching the game. Uh, people are going to be reluctant to do that. There's going to have to be a thought given to how we create crowd experiences. There's just all kinds of stuff, Mark, that could mm -hmm. be really, really interesting. And, and from businesses that just do fundamental stuff, right? If, if, if they've got a way to move into a new space or to pivot into something that they've looked at for a while, now might be the time to pull the trigger on doing that because mm -hmm they probably are going to be able to buy businesses at a little bit less of a price, still doing a fair and God-honoring deal. Yeah. You know, I can imagine uh, like holdings companies saying, hey, we want to have a broader divesture and we, we want to look for those opportunities in the marketplace. Or there may be a, a corporation that says in order to get to adjacencies, we've got to move to the left or to the right. Um, I'm also hearing some noise uh, among companies that say we really have to take more control of our value chain and uh, supply chain management and uh, perhaps uh, reshoring when they've been doing a lot of offshore kinds of work. Uh, what would you say to companies like that that are looking more in terms of controlling uh, than they are spreading out? Well, you know, I think you need to look at where the core value of doing that is, right? That the whole vertical alignment model that people practiced years ago is not necessarily the best way to go, but there are certain components, certain pieces that are critical to you that you might want to be able to control. Um, you know, if you are totally dependent upon offshore sources for your supply, um, you know, those things have been impacted to some degree. There were a lot of people that were impacted by Trump's trade war with China and trying to, you know, establish America first, but there were people that were dependent upon those supplies coming from China. Um, so we've been talking to one client that's really going to be growing, but a lot of their stuff is offshore. So we're, we're talking about trying to find suppliers in the U.S., that they can work with or create strategic relationships with or even purchase so they can control the really critical elements of what they're trying to do. So I would look at more of those critical elements and, and how a, a relationship or an acquisition might be able to protect and enhance that. Hmm. 
So Gary, what are some next steps you would point a business owner toward if they really are moving toward uh, an acquisition strategy and, and are thinking in those terms uh, going on from here? Well, you know, I, I think the first thing would be to look at what are my opportunities? You know, what are the things that I thought about? What are the things that, you know, God zapped me with? What are the things that maybe I'm aware of people that might be hurting that I could really be able to use? Uh, even if my business is, is struggling a little bit, are there things I can add in to be able to play with that and, and support that, that pivot? So I'm thinking looking at opportunities. I would say, you know, get a team together get some people together that can talk to you and brainstorm and talk about those ideas, not just internal people, but some outside advisors that might be aware of other spaces and just think outside the box with you. Um, you know, what opportunities might you be able to go after? What might you be able to take advantage of? Number one, you know, number two, as you, as you look at doing a transaction and approaching a company to purchase, whether they're for sale or not, they might not even be, thinking sale at the time, but maybe that's an appropriate thing to do. You know, I, I think again, keeping in mind the values that we as Christians need to have and how we prosecute that particular transaction is really important. Um, as a buyer, there are two things I wanna do, right? One is I wanna lower my risk. And number two, I wanna maximize my upside. I wanna maximize the creation of value. And so the more I know the company, the targets I'm going after, the things I want to be able to do, the better off I'm going to be able to build value because it's future value that I'm after, right? That's really, really critically important. And so we, we call that process value maximized again. It's, it's, it's how do I take and really create, you know, and buy a one. And so one plus one equals four or six or 20, you know, something that really creates significant value in the process you know, that we go through and how we do that. The third thing that I would look at is, is, is be careful that when you talk to a company, one of the most important critical things are their value set. What kind of values they hold to. We've seen companies that on the surface seem like a really great fit, but because of the values, I'm not talking culture, that's important. I'm just talking values. Companies that, you know, are more concerned about the bottom line and the dollars than they are their employees or maybe their customers. Um, value alignment is so critical and just can create a train wreck if it, if it doesn't align very well. So there's, there's a few thoughts on what I could be doing and what I could be looking at. Um, you know, there's, there's stuff that probably comes across people's desks all the time that might be great opportunities. It's great to hear. I, I know that we're going to put on the screen how folks can be in contact with you uh, if they want to talk through an acquisition strategy. Uh, is there anything that you would uh, say to folks who might want to reach out to you? Yeah, I, you know, we, we love to talk. We love to, to, to generate ideas. We love to brainstorm. We have done, um, gosh, you know, given the whole team, we've done probably a thousand transactions. I mean, there's just a lot. And, and we've seen good things and we've seen bad things and we've seen silly things that happen, right? And, and just being able to talk to people and get those creative juices flowing, even if they weren't actively looking, but think there might be something intriguing with this whole idea or what I'd be able to do. Um, right now, because of where we're at to try to support people and particularly the folks in Convene, you know, we're just doing what we call naked consulting, Mark. It's just going mm -hmm. out and helping people and talking to them and not, not, not charging them, just basically spending some time together to help. And it's just kind of, we're just naked, but it's really 
Figuratively think, speaking, of course. Figuratively, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. Thank you. Now we're, you know, we we try to get out there and be able to just to do stuff to get that dialogue going. And and if, if there's something there, great. But you know, I think just getting the creative juices is flowing. So people can call us and talk to us, and we'd love to have the opportunity to dialogue with their specific needs and thoughts and ideas. That's great. I'm so glad you joined me for this kind of a conversation, Gary. You're there in Colorado, and I'm in a back bedroom here in Idaho. So we got sort of a Mountain West thing going on, and it's been a, a privilege to have these conversations. I know that you have a real heart for people. You care about how they uh, lead with values and create with God. I, I want to give you a moment uh, to pray, if you would, over all of those who are listening to this. Yeah, that'd be a privilege. Thank you. Thank you much. Father, we, um, Lord, we just come before you right now in this sort of interesting time frame. Mm -hmm. We know that you are using this event uh, to bring glory to you, to, to instill in us as believers um, a real true identity and hope in you. And Father, I just would pray for the folks that are thinking about expanding their businesses or looking for opportunities to grow their business or looking for ways to help folks that that might be through an acquisition or some sort of, uh, you know, relationship, partnership, or that you would grant them creativity in looking at this stuff. You would grant them great boldness in being able to step out and trust you, that you would really grant them the ability to love people and to be redemptive. And so that we leave a real solid aroma of Jesus from place to place as we go through this particular process. So I just pray that you would guide and direct them um, and give them, again, Lord, just creativity and, and love and care for the folks out there. Thank you for this time. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, Gary. And to you who have listened to this, we sure wish you well. Take Thank care you. Thank you, and farewell. Bye.